0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. With the ICC Women's T20 World Cup underway, ComBank are backing the Aussie cricket team and a bid to break attendance records at the grand final on the 8th of March. So come on Aussies, come on, head to t20worldcup.com and buy a ticket to a game in your city. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Thursday, the 27th of February. In your Squiz today, COVID-19 is now in 30 countries and spreading fast. Planning for more natural disasters? Disney's CEO steps down and Whitney as a hologram. This is your Squiz today. Concern about the global spread of COVID-19 is rising, Claire. On Tuesday, for the first time, there were more new cases reported outside of China than inside. Iran, South Korea and Italy have been identified as hotspots for the virus.
1: And the virus is now on every continent uh, of the world except for Antarctica. So it's that rapid spread of the COVID-19 virus that really has public health experts concerned, uh, particularly the spread to some places where they don't have particularly great health systems uh, and aren't particularly transparent with officials about how things are going. Iran is one of those countries that comes to mind. It's recorded 19 deaths. Uh, It has the highest number of deaths outside of China and a lot of concern there that uh, they're really struggling to contain what might actually become something really devastating.
0: It is starting to look like a pandemic is more when than if. How is Australia preparing for that kind of eventuality?
1: So Australia has long-standing pandemic plans. It's something that the health authorities from the federal government through to the states and territories and local areas uh, actually practice all the time. So there's a whole set of playbooks that we have. And when you actually dive into those to ask, OK, so we've got a plan, how are we going to enact it? It does make for pretty alarming reading. Uh, we're talking about things about how hospitals would triage patients, um, the Suggestion being that public hospitals would deal with the outbreak while private hospitals would try and uh, deal with the ongoing running of the health system and do things like elective surgery. Um, schools shutting down, uh, how you deal with people in aged care facilities, particularly because they're very vulnerable to something like coronavirus and, and death from something like that because they're older. Uh, and shock, horror, even things like football matches and big sporting events would be shut down. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's something that's out and about a bit as we actually look at if it did get here and actually spread, what would we do?
0: You can head to the Squiz Today email if you want to read more about that. You're right, it does make for some pretty alarming reading. Australia's dollar hit an 11-year low yesterday in response to the coronavirus' impact on world markets. The need for better preparation and increased resilience from natural disasters was highlighted by Emergency Management Minister David Littleproud yesterday. He's warned that the cost of natural disasters to Australia is likely to reach $39 billion by 2050. That's more than double what it is at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's currently at about $18.2 billion a year in that annual disaster risk reduction statement that's handed to Parliament each year. David Littleproud, the minister, said that we've got to build up our resilience. And certainly when you look at things like climate change uh, and what's coming down the line, that we're only going to be spending more on things like natural disasters. Uh, So when the government says resilience is the way to go so that we can cope with things better. That's certainly something the government's going to talk a lot about more this year.
0: Over in India, 24 people have been killed and some 200 injured in deadly riots in Delhi. Reports say that Muslim homes and shops are being targeted and that both Hindus and Muslims have been killed in the violence over the last couple of days. What's caused the unrest?
1: So a couple of things. There's long-standing tensions between Hindus and Muslims in India. India is a majority Hindu nation and there's been long-standing tensions between those two uh, religions in that country. There's also a controversial citizenship law that was put into place in December that allows uh, non-Muslims from countries like Afghanistan and Bangladesh uh, and Pakistan to become citizens. Of course, the Muslim population in India thinks that that's very unfair, that Muslims have been excluded from citizenship. So there've been quite a lot of protests in India in the last few months over that issue. This is the most deadly violence that India's capital has seen in decades, uh, and particularly concerning that this could continue into the coming days.
0: Prime Minister Modi is calling for calm. He's had his hands very full over the last couple of days with a visit from US President Donald Trump. Welsh pop star Duffy had a hugely successful album in 2008 that was called Rock Ferry She then retreated from the public and yesterday she posted a statement to Instagram explaining why She says she was drugged, raped and held captive for days by an unidentified person, Claire.
1: That got a lot of attention yesterday. It's long been speculated about what happened to Duffy She was really mentioned in the same breath as Adele and Amy Winehouse. She just sort of disappeared from the map so to come forward now and to say that something like that something so very terrible happened to her is something that people would really like to know more about and she's undertaken to uh, post an interview to her Instagram in the coming weeks that explains it a bit more there's no real details at the moment about when that happened and what had been done to catch the perpetrator
0: In some business news now, Bob Iger is stepping down as CEO of Disney, effective immediately. Bob Chapek will take over as CEO of the $230 billion company. That's some big shoes to fill, Claire. It's a big company, Disney. Big, and big company.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Bob Iger has been such a dominant figure in their success. He headed up things like their acquisition of 20th Century Fox from News Corp last year, which was a big acquisition. Uh, he also uh, purchased studios like Pixar to bring it into the Disney family. Uh, Marvel has has been a huge success, of course, of the last few years. Bob, however, runs its parks and resorts business. So there's been quite a bit of surprise that he's been the guy uh, that's been tapped to step up to become CEO. Uh, Also, what's interesting to analysts is that Iger will become its executive chairman for the next year and a bit. Um, So he'll be sitting there with his um, eye over um, Bob Chapek's shoulder over the next years, which can be a bit confusing in the leadership transition. But It's a big company, so there's plenty to go around.
0: At least they only have to change the surname on the door from Bob Iger to Bob Yes, exactly. exactly.
1: The confusion that will reign.
0: (laughs) I'm sure they've got the money to make a new sign.
1: Bob 1 and Bob 2.
0: The oldest living man has died, Claire, just 11 days after claiming that title in the Guinness Book of Records. He got to that birthday. He apparently
1: did a little fist pump and was quite excited about (laughs) that. But he has died just a week shy of his 113th birthday.
0: He said the secret to long life was laughter. So there you go. The creator of Lego minifigures has also died, Claire. He was aged 78. That's
1: Jens Nygaard Kunsen. He is someone who was very well regarded in that toy and Lego sort of world. Uh, He was a true visionary. Interesting, there's more of those little Lego people than there are actually people on the planet. So they are everywhere.
0: Well, maybe in honour of him, we can all put our Lego away so we don't step on it (laughs) rather than putting our Lego out. Yeah, that's right. What's the song lyric you have for us today?
1: Larissa, I've gone for Whitney Houston today. Uh, didn't we almost have it all? There's a horrendous story of the Whitney Houston hologram tour that's kicked off in Sheffield. Uh, plenty of people are really creeped out by it. Of course, uh, critics are saying it's just another way to exploit her in death um, mm. just as she was exploited by the people around her in life.
0: Yeah, I don't know about hologram concerts. Mm, it's
1: just weird.
0: Let's just leave that there. More detail on all of today's stories in the squiz today email have a great day and we will chat to you tomorrow the squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed
1: This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore. But as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.